Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, before we get into the show, a super quick reminder. When you leave ratings and reviews for our show, it helps us so much. Even if you don't feel like writing out a review, if you just push those stars buttons, give us a strong review, it helps other people find us. And that is so good for us. Thank you so much for all of your support. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will get you weekly access to members-only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two hq. This is a very special episode. Huge guest coming up. Huge, 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 huge guest. guest. Yes. Also the first time we've recorded a podcast with Cameron in the room. Oh my gosh. So we have a cameo. We have a big <laughs> guest. It's yes. like a lot happening. We will get into our guest in a minute, but it yeah. is like the amazing Laura Styles, and we just cannot mm-hmm. wait for you to hear all about her. But first. But first, I just wanted to ask you if you've been experiencing this thing that I've been experiencing where effectively I feel like I consume certain shows without watching them. Mm-hmm. And Euphoria feels like the most obvious to me where I'm like, I could name most of the characters. I know a lot of the important scenes. I know I would say key plot points. I have not watched a single episode of the show and I don't really intend to. And I can't tell if this is a new phenomenon because of social media and memes. I just, I truly like, I'm like, I know about Rue. I know about Cassie. I know about Fezco and Ashtray and I have a sense of them. I've watched that Sydney Sweeney scene in the bathroom where she's yelling about how happy she is multiple times on Instagram. And I'm actually really compelled by the show in like myriad ways, but I just think it would be too dark for me to watch. And also Chris doesn't want to watch it. So it's too much this of a commitment. This is putting me off too. It's just the darkness, the darkness, the darkness. But then my 19-year-old cousin like looked at me with like shock and a little bit of horror when I told her I wasn't watching it. Well, so she was that's- like, really? She was like, really? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay. <laughs> well, this uh. is the thing I was trying to figure out because it was like, I do feel like in some ways you could make the argument that even though there's, you know, that we all say, oh, there's no monoculture anymore. At the same time, something like euphoria can have this massive influence because of social media and because of the memification of TV. I mean, honestly, like I feel like HBO is the closest to the monoculture that I participate in, but I don't consume like that. But it's like like euphoria and succession and um, Game of Thrones. That Nicole Kidman show, what was The Undoing? Was that what it was called? 
The Undoing. I the one with part Hugh, of it. Hugh yeah, Grant, yeah, yeah, or you did yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I just, it, they were, you're, and you're right. I think HBO White Lotus. Just, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like They're more just, than Netflix or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe Hulu is the monoculture I participate in, you know? Like that's where I go. <laughs> you that's do where watch quite, a lot of Hulu. I watch a lot of Hulu shows. But I really yeah, don't. I, don't I keep thinking I should, I, I don't even pay for the version of Hulu without commercials. Like you I don't? I know, I don't. I just don't watch it that much. That's what like 10, 15 is. I know. That's okay. Okay. And then I just, I sit through the commercials, but I guess I'm like, I wanted to make the argument that, you know, these shows have this, there's this new experience courtesy of social media where you can consume a show without consuming it. But then when I really started thinking about it, I felt like there were these shows like Friends, and I don't know why that's the only one I can think of, but I'm sure there were others where you well, could- Seinfeld. Seinfeld, certainly. great example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where yeah. you could know what was going on. And how did you know what was going, how did I know about Rachel and Ross when there was no social media to tell me? You know what another show it. that it, like feels very core to this is Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Where yeah. just like being a person in the world, you have like yeah. some vague sense of- The love triangle. Anatomy. And, yeah, yes. yeah. And like who is dating who. Yeah. 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 You used to say a lot. I remember you were, you used to be a lot more diligent. I, I was just like in the 2010s, this was before the sort of dominance of Instagram. You would watch certain things and you would say, like, I just feel like I need to watch them to be part of the cultural conversation. Uh, you would uh-huh. be like, you would do it as sort of homework sometimes. I, I no longer feel like you need to do that because you get it all through Instagram. And so well, I don't. And also, whatever, like whatever Netflix is pushing hard is what people are watching to be part of the cultural conversation. And I actually like no longer care to just partake in something just because Twitter's doing it. Well, that's part of it. I think like our jobs have changed and whatever, but also just kind of a rejection of like the algorithm mindset. Cause like, it doesn't feel like we're choosing it at this point. It feels like it's chosen us. Well, Um, there's that, but there's also the idea that because we work in the field that we do and because we need to be aware of aesthetic trends and and cultural trends and things like that. In theory, you're like, I should watch Euphoria. This thing's influencing conversation. This is influencing fashion and design and and culture and all of these things. So I should watch it, but I actually don't feel like I need to. I feel like I've been exposed to enough Euphoria through the internet to understand the ways in which it's influencing those things. And I'm sure I'm missing out on some nuances, but I truly feel like without having ever sought it out, I've gotten so much euphoria in my life. It's like the way that designers will reference like certain movies, but you mm-hmm. know that they're not actually referencing the movie. They're referencing four stills from the yeah. movie. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. It's not about like the plot of this film. Right. It's like this person in this look standing on this street corner. Yes, like that's, that's what we're what referencing. That's what the crazy what thing I've been doing is that I will like read all of the Hollywood reporter or va- like variety news about a project that isn't, you know, that is coming out, but then mm. I won't consume the project once it comes out. <laughs> that's I actually insane. think I've experienced you doing that before where you're like, I, or maybe you'll watch just the pilot and never watch the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, no, yes. fully. Kind of how I felt about Euphoria where I was like, I stopped scrolling every time to consume the thing. And I do truly feel like I could tell you the major narrative arc of the yeah. thing. And I'm I'm happy to read all about it, and to, I, but I'm never going to watch it. Anyway. I want to hear more from people about what they're consuming in this way, for yeah. sure. Send us a voicemail and somebody who's maybe spent more time thinking about the greater implications of this. Maybe if you work in, in movies or TV or something, let us know. Thank you so much to Nutrafol for sponsoring today's episode. 
If you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that Nutrafol is a long, long time partner of ours, and we are so excited and grateful to be working with them again this year. So as you all know, the topic of alopecia has been in the air a lot recently for very obvious reasons. And, but the thing that like made me like, I don't know why I like cackled about this. I got an email from Mount Sinai, a hospital in New York. And the headline, the like subject line of the email was like, you know, breaking down alopecia. And I was like, wow, deciding to follow wow. the like celebrity news cycle, friends. They're getting in on the pop culture game. Huh? Yeah really taking advantage of this pop cultural moment to educate. Oh my goodness. Well, listen, if you have hair thinning or hair loss, which so, so many people do, and they don't need to be ashamed about it and you don't need to be embarrassed about it. If you do want to do something about it, Nutrafol might be for you. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. It is made of natural, clinically effective, medical-grade botanicals for better hair growth through whole body health, and it's physician-formulated to be 100% drug-free. Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress, skin, nails, and libido. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. 77% of women saw improvements in just 90 days. Even if you aren't experiencing thinning hair, Nutrafol can help you grow thicker, stronger hair. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code ATHINGERTWO for $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it is available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code ATHINGERTWO. Thank you so much to Murad for sponsoring today's episode. We are so excited to be partnering with Murad because as we know, sunscreen season is approaching, which truly sunscreen season is year round here at a thing or two hq.com. But really it's time for those days where you're putting on sunscreen multiple times a day and having to think a little bit harder about it because you're out in the sun a lot. And, and you're like so- reminding your friends when you're like at a picnic being yes. like, did you do that thing? Like, cause I have this with me. <laughs> It's in my purse. It's in my purse. We are so excited about what Murad is doing with their sunscreen. Murad is a dermatologist-founded skincare line with highly effective products backed by clinical testing and validated by proof and science. They don't make empty claims. They just make science-backed, clinically proven, total skin health. If you're relying on a separate serum and sunscreen to correct and protect against dark spots, then try Murad's two-in-one innovation, Correct and Protect Serum Broad Spectrum SPF 45. Love that 45. It combines the proven results of a treatment serum with a satiny smooth 100% mineral SPF that helps future-proof your skin and it brightens your skin the more you use it. Clinically proven to correct discoloration while preventing hyperpigmentation like dark spots and uneven skin tone, this SPF protects without leaving behind a white cast. It's a time-saving, zero-stress, invisible mineral sunscreen for all skin types and tones, and it's available at Ulta and Sephora. Shop Murad.com to save 20% and get free shipping with your $60 purchase when you use the code a thing or two. Again, that's Murad.com, M-U-R-A-D.com when you use the code a thing or two. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Hey, friend, it's Cami Crawford. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in for new episodes every Friday. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie.
Okay, we have to bring our guest on. Mm -hmm. So Laura Stiles is the co-host of the Hot 97 Morning Show, Ebro in the Morning. We are just like obsessed. obsessed, We're huge Ebro in the Morning fans. It's like, if you like this podcast, you will absolutely like Ebro in the Morning. It is a, it is a, incredible representation of friendship and conversation. It's that's talk- what it is. That's what it is. It's an incredible representation of friendship. And it's comfort content. You you oh. all responded really well to our episode on comfort content. This is comfort content. If you like podcasts where it feels like you're listening to your friends talk, this is it. It's except it's a morning show. It, that's exactly it. So she hosts co-hosts alongside Ebro Darden and Peter Rosenberg and the chemistry is amazing and like the banter is just phenomenal and it is one of our life goals to be on this segment called Ride or Die which we don't want to like over explain because you just need to listen to the show a couple times and mm-hmm. hear it for yourself. It's a great 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 morning show. I say as someone who's weirdly listened to kind of a lot of morning shows in my life. It's the it's thingies the of morning shows. It's that's all. Absolutely the thingies of morning shows. All right, let's bring Laura on. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for being here. Hi. This oh my God. Exciting. This is a dream come true. You this have no like, idea. <laughs> at some point when we came with a list of dream guests, you were just right there in that like top 10. Oh, it's like you so and Serena sweet. Williams, you know? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. <laughs> no, you don't understand that the place Ebro in the morning has in our hearts and in our friendship. So, okay. So we had this business for nearly 10 years. And at some point we sold the business to a corporate like overlord and (laughs) one to two times a week for a really long time, Eric and I would have to drive from Brooklyn to New Jersey. And it would be anywhere from like a 30 minute to an hour drive super early in the morning. 30 minutes to an hour and a half drive. Okay, true, true. (laughs) (laughs) It would always be so early in the morning. We'd be like going to a corporate office park where we were going to have like long meetings with a bunch of like- we had like our like work, our work outfits on, which were like different than our work outfits that we wore to our Brooklyn (laughs) office and like whole thing. (laughs) And we would listen to Ebro in the morning. It was like truly the only thing that got us through those those mornings. And I just- so happy. You are such a hero of ours, and we're we're just so excited to be talking to a, a true audio professional. You no, know, it's funny because sometimes I forget that I'm in a room, I'm talking to my friends, and we're having this, these debates or discussions, whatever, goofing off, whatever. Forget <laughs> that we're talking to millions of people. That's yeah, why it's so you know? good. That's and, why it's so good. And, and you know, we've been through it all. Like li- we've all got into arguments with each other, some worse than others. <laughs> but you know what? All of us, I'll be honest with you, I've been in radio since I was 22 years old. I've seen the greats. I've seen the worst of the worst. I've seen just really, really amazing people, right? Mm -hmm. I've learned what to do and what not to do. But I understand it's a business. You know what I mean? Radio is a business. I'll be be extremely, extremely uh, honest with you guys. This show, Ebro in the Morning, my relationship with Ebro, Peter, Shawnee, Cast, Juanito, Producer Griff, even Louis. You hear hear us talk about Louis, King Louis, you know? (laughs) We are all very, very close. Like, we're actually friends. Like, we actually call each other, you know, go to family functions, hang out on the weekends, like... You know what I mean? Eva be like, what are you doing? I have uh, me and Issa want to come see you. So like, okay, cool. We'll hang out in the park. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we're, like I was at Rosenberg's house with, you know, his girl and he just wants to hang out with Kenza, but we're friends. So it's not like, you know, when the show's over, cause I've, I've had that job too. We all have, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, your coworkers yeah. are cool. Yeah. But you're like, all right, peace. I'm going to go right. live my life. You know what yeah. I mean? 
But I, I've been, I, I, we're all truly blessed that we're all like real, real friends, like family. That's why like, it's so good. Like you can yeah. tell. Yeah, you can feel it. Well, yeah. because also I feel like the arguments you get to, at least the ones we hear on the air, the debates you get into, there's like so much love. Yeah. And it's like from a place of like, I love you deeply as a person. And this has like nothing to do with our relationship. It has to do right. with like sharing opinions and debating and like answering questions that we're all trying to answer. Right, right, right. Not to like intellectualize it too much, but I really, I do think what Erica said I is so true. And I do get inspired by it when you're actively disagreeing with each other and calling each other total fucking clowns and being like, you're an actual <laughs> idiot right now and you're being a jerk, but you know that it's okay and there's still love. And like, right. Erica and I talk a lot about how like learning to fight with your friends is such a skill. And so many people, especially <laughs> women, don't know how to do it. And you, you all do it in this way where you're like, this is how it should be. You should be able to fight like this and then know that it's going to be okay. And that you're all going to be friends again. Today we got into a heat, like a, a bit of a heated argument. And sometimes I have to like, I have to tell Peter, like, relax, don't let them beat you. They're fucking <laughs> trolls. You know what I mean? Sometimes we get all get a bit, it gets emotional, but I'm, I'm very happy. I get people on the street who are like, yo, I feel like I know you when you first, you know, were pregnant and made me feel so happy. My wife called me and I was like, and you know, I've had my moments on the air where I like, I break down. All of us have had moments where we break down crying. It's beautiful because I, I, I try to explain this to my mom. You know, my mom is from Guatemala, you know, hardly speaks English. I try to explain to her what I do for a living. And she sees like, she was, she was visiting for me in New York and we're like walking on the street. UPS driver's like, beep, beep, beep. Hey, <laughs> and my mom's Incredible. like, oh, you know him? I was like, no, I no. don't mom, but he listens to my show, you know? And he's like, <laughs> he oh, you know this me. guru, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, mom, every day people that make this city run, like love listening to our show, which I love. You know what I mean? God, and it makes me teary. Like, it's so, yeah. it's so important. One it's of the, cool thing. I'll be honest with you. One of the most emotional moments that we had on the show is when we had the, all the essential workers, we had nurses mm-hmm. call in and girl, I was in like tears because it's like, these are our people. You know what I mean? Yes. These are our people. Yeah. Our delivery, you know, whoever does deliveries, truck drivers, nurses, teachers. And even we have this program called securing the future right now that we give away a thousand dollars every Friday, right? Ebro yeah. made some calls. He, and I'll give him props because he went out of his way, not only to put his own money, but to get other people to put money in, in a, in a pot. And what we do is every, every Friday we have teachers, New York city teachers email us and tell us why they, their, the classroom needs a thousand dollars. And when I tell you, it's like, when, when we're about to read these emails, Ebro's like, you do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. Because I can't tell you the amount of times I end up crying. Yeah. Because it's like we we look at all, you know, third world countries and shit that happens all over the world. And I have these teachers literally like, please consider me for a thousand dollars because my kids have no heat. And the fact that we're able to give a thousand dollars to to these like low income students. Yeah. It's like you wish you could do more, you know. So I love my job. I'm very blessed. Like I, I, I have never felt so happy. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I know that I'm not like the real heroes are the people who are putting in work. You know what I mean? Like say like nurses, like when I get nurses and doctors hit me up, I feel cool. I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, really? They're like, <laughs> the I people get, who I get are really doing excited. actual things or you know like, what I mean? like yeah, totally. the real heroes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it, it, it's a beautiful, it's been a beautiful journey. I'm so happy that you guys, you know, were able to tune in and listen to our shenanigans <laughs> and, you know, 
We like to fool around, but we it's it's we are a bit of an emotional roller coaster, you know. <laughs> but in the best way. Yeah. But in the best. I mean, I think you know, leading up to this election, and like, I think there were a lot of interesting conversations that I wasn't yeah. hearing happening anywhere else about yes. voting yes. and like people who decide not to vote and right. like how all of that goes down and just perspectives that you want to hear in a, within a group of people where there is that love and trust and commitment. Just so yeah. you know, and I don't know how much you guys know about actual radio, but in the business of radio. We're one of the very few multicultural morning shows Hmm. because morning shows are usually designed to have a black audience, you know what Uh I mean? A white audience, a Latino audience, just because when you target it, you hit it and you grab that audience. We're the only ones that really roll the dice, but we represent our city. And actually now that we, that we air in other cities, we represent a lot of cities, you know what I mean? With different cultural backgrounds, religions, points of view. And I feel like it's important, you know, and although I, I, you know, I I understand why there's targeted morning shows because, you know, people relate to what they relate and that's cool too. But I feel like it's, it's actually harder for us because, you know, the way ratings work and when you start getting to the nitty gritty of numbers, we compete differently. Yeah. So it is a blessing that we're still top three, always like we're always like fighting the good fight to stay, stay, you know, above. And and make it in the ratings world because we do have to compete with that, you know. Of course. So it's it. So I'm just happy that listeners tune in so we can continue having our show. It's so comforting to me that you guys are there every morning. It's so unique. I feel like in the way that I feel like podcasts have taken on this this new sort of dominance in our culture, and everybody feels like they have this relationship with podcast hosts. But to me what you all do feels so far beyond the sort of intimate relationship I could ever feel with a podcast host because you're there every single morning. It is real time. It is live. Your relationship with each other is so enduring and long lasting. And it just, it feels to me like you're operating on a different plane. Thank you. (laughs) So I just, we're going to move on to thingies, but I just have to let you know that at some point, Eric and I are going to be on ride or die. Like this is hundred percent. That's 100%. like that's like the goal. The ultimate the goal. List. There's yeah. only <laughs> one thing on my bucket list, and that is it. And I don't care if I'm getting pranked or she's getting pranked, but we will be on it. All right. Or each of you can can separately have one oh and prank someone. Right. Have no clue. That's right. You so just true. gotta let me know, and I will set it up for you. I okay, got you. I got this you. is like when you're bored in the car. Or like just like sitting around my husband like, so what would you do? What would the scenario (laughs) be? And we talk about what the best possible one would be. Did you bring some thingies for us? So let's talk about some of my passions that I don't necessarily always get to talk about, right? Yes, please. So before, you know, the world shut down and Mm -hmm. before I got pregnant, not to say that I can't do it, you know, now that I have a baby. Yes. And I plan to just things are a little different right now. You know, Uh I, I, I love to travel. Yeah. Like I've been to so many different countries and I've been doing it since I was a little girl. I grew up in Los Angeles and my parents came from Guatemala in the seventies. Right. I came from, I, I don't, I can't even say lower middle class. Cause we were, we were fucking poor. Like it was mm-hmm. rough growing up. I didn't have the typical upbringing as everybody else. So, but my dad was very big on traveling. And when they became U S citizens, it was like a big deal for us because they could leave the country. So I remember going to Guatemala for the first time. And, and one of the best trips I ever took was, I think I was like 12 and he took me and I actually, my dad, I recently lost my dad in December, but I, I, I made a post. Thank you. I made a post about, I found an old picture when I was in his apartment, just, you know, digging through old photos 
of me and my father in the ancient ruins of Tikal, which is some of the most incredible ancient ruins you've ever seen. And I remember my dad was like, I, it's very important that you know where you come from. And it's like, so not him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah, yeah, turned yeah. into a different person. Right. And it was such a spiritual trip because I was still, you know, I'm still developing uh, my emotional intelligence and trying to understand things, but it was the most magical feeling. Like I have goosebumps still like going there and feeling the energy of these ancestors. And from then on, if we would go to Guatemala, hey, we could take a, a, a bus to Honduras and go to Tegucigalpa so you can check out the ruins there, you know, check out the civilizations there. And we would take a boat and go to Belize. So I grew up traveling on a budget. But I remember there was a point in my life where I, I got my gig. I was on air for the first time. I was 25 years old working where for was Vegas. This? So this was here in New York. Okay. I started my entire career. I, I moved here when I was 18 years old. I don't know if you guys remember this group, Nina Sky. Twins. Remember that song, Boricua? Yeah, Morena, yeah, of course, of course. You know, or Move Your Body? Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's Nina Sky. If you Google okay. Nina Sky and you play the okay. songs, you're like, what? Of course I know who right. this is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Nicole and Natalie are twins from Queens. You know, they they were the hot girls at the time and they had all these like bomb ass remixes with all the hot rappers and reggaeton artists. They were killing it. And we're the same age. So we kind of clicked and became friends. And they're touring all over the place. And I remember being like, fuck, I don't have a job. And, and then one day they're like, do you want to do you want to be our tour manager? <laughs> I was like, what? I don't even know what that means. And they were like, just come, girl, and just answer questions. And I was like, okay. So I went on tour with them and they took me to Belgium, to Luxembourg, to Paris, to Germany. Like, that's where I learned about, like, tour life. Mm. It's like, it's amazing and it's horrible at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I had one of the most interesting countries I've been to is Luxembourg. And Luxembourg, when I got there, it was a carnival season, their version of carnival. Because when I got there, I'm like, is it Halloween? Like, everybody's (laughs) in costume? Like, what's up, you know? And so imagine me, I get there like around 3 p.m. Everyone's partying in the streets. I was like, whoa, this is awesome, right? Going to my hotel, take a nap. I have a gig that night. They were, we were DJing a party and we were hosting a party. So I'm like, I, I leave the hotel at midnight and everyone's still partying. I'm like, okay, go to the club. Four in the morning, five in the morning, I'm back. They're still fucking partying. <laughs> I go to sleep. I eat breakfast. I get up. They're still there. Like, I was like, what, what is happening? Here? Who are you people? Yeah. And then I remember I got so weirded out because I saw like they had this porta potty that was just like a cylinder in the middle of the street with holes in it. And dude just poked their penises in the hole. No. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what? You don't see those things if you stay home. you got to get out in the world and travel. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So many things. I was like, this is wild. <laughs> I was so addicted. One year, I remember Ricardo, I told Ricardo, I was like, babe, I have an opportunity to travel a lot this year. Like a really cool company offered me uh, some work. So I did, I did Taiwan, which is absolutely amazing. Taiwan is so, the people are so nice. One of the cleanest cities I've been to. Great food, great shopping. Mm, stuff mm-hmm. that, that, you know, all the hype these shoes that you're like, you yeah. know, wishing you could get it on StockX or whatever, right. whenever the drops come that you're not going to get, like they just have it at a footlock and you just walk in and you're like, how do they have all And it's like, no big, deal. No, how big do they- deal. And it's <laughs> no big deal. And it's no big deal. And by the way, it's like actually cheaper than buying it here. Right. Like I That's came back with a suitcase full of sneakers. Like I bought another suitcase just for everything that I bought <laughs> over there. Amazing. What else it, do you, what else do you buy when you travel? So 
I don't, me and my man are very different. Yeah. He's the shopper in our relationship. Okay. And when I mean a shopper, he's a shopper. <laughs> like I constantly have to tell me, you don't need that. You don't need to get that. I'm so simple. Like I think because of my life of like touring, I'm so like essentials only. Right. Like I will, people will be like, that's it. Where's the rest of your luggage? I'm like, I'm good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this vacation, I'm the most simplest person. And you know what? If I'm missing something, I'll buy it. You know what right. I mean? But most of the time, like. You're good. I hear you a hundred percent. I did Taiwan. I went to Cuba and, and Cuba was one of the most humbling experiences, but it was so beautiful. I, I hope that everyone at one point in their lives get, gets to visit and experience it because it, it was one of the most special places I've ever been to. Have you traveled with your daughter at all yet? I have. And it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. But I, I definitely want to make sure that I travel the world with her because I'm very grateful for my parents taking us everywhere. Yeah. Thank you so much to Studs for sponsoring today's episode. There's something about getting a piercing, like getting a hole in your ear that just feels like a real rite of passage, oh whether gosh, you're like yes. five years old or like in your 20s or 30s or whatever. And you and I got piercings together when we when we sold of a kind. It was such a major moment. It yeah. really felt like a, a big deal. And uh, I mean, I won't, I guess I've only ha- gotten anything pierced twice in my life. So this, this felt pretty significant to me and I'll never forget it. It was just, yeah, it was just like one of those things where you're like, yes, this is like a bonding activity and a like, I don't know. It's like a, it's like those like best friend necklaces. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and I, I will say studs didn't exist when we, when we went and had this momentous ear piercing, but had it, it really would have felt like the perfect place to do it. These are people who are just really thoughtful about not only the piercing experience, but also what you're putting in your ears once you get them pierced. Studs is the new ear piercing earring brand that invented the term earscaping, which is the art and science of styling all your ear piercings and mixing and matching styles for a vibe that's totally you. Studs are safe and comfortable for even the most sensitive ears. They won't turn you green. All styles are lightweight and durable enough to wear all the time. And you can even sleep and work out in them, which is huge because I have to say, every time I have to take all my jewelry off my earrings, especially, I feel like it's like an extra five minutes to my routine. The Studs assortment is super affordable starting at just $10 per earring, but everything looks really premium. Studs has over 250 styles of hoops, huggies, studs, cuffs, and dangles, all sold in singles or pairs. So it's easy to create an earscape that's a statement look or one you keep in every day. They've totally reimagined the piercing experience. So if you're looking to upgrade your earscape and get some more holes or just want a pro to give you some styling advice, they have locations in LA, NYC, Austin, Nashville, Miami, and Boston. And they only pierce with needles, never guns. So it's safer and better for you. We're dying for you to try them out. And if you go to studs.com slash a thing or two, you'll automatically get 20% off your first order. This is their best offer. So run, don't walk. That's studs.com slash A-T-H-I-N-G-O-R-T-W-O for 20% off. Thank you so much to Papaya Reusables for sponsoring today's episode. So we've talked somehow multiple times before about (laughs) our paper towel usage and how we try to cut back on it and conserve. And let me tell you, it's never cute because it's either that you're using a paper towel until it's not fully done. So you're leaving a crumpled paper towel around the kitchen, which is a huge issue in my marriage because it drives Chris insane. Or you just have dish towels everywhere. And I do think that papaya reusables is such an incredible answer to this because A, the product is cute. And B, they give you these little cute plastic hooks so you can hang up your half-used papaya reusable and make it cute. 
Make it cute. Make it cute. That's the thing. One papaya reusables towel replaces 17 rolls of disposable paper towels, not 17 sheets, 17 rolls. Papaya reusables are incredibly absorbent, all natural, dishwasher safe, and 100% compostable. Once you get it wet, the material becomes super soft and sort of feels like a paper towel, rag, and sponge if they had a baby. They don't get smelly or mildewy, and if they start to get too dirty to use, you can just throw them in the dishwasher. Each paper towel has a hole in the top left corner and comes with these cute hooks so that after you use them to clean, you can just rinse them out in the sink and hang them right back up to dry. These reusable paper towels are quick drying, so they do not have that mildew smell like regular dish rags, and they're absorbent and reusable. You can use them in your kitchen, your bathroom, and parents, can you can use them specifically on your kids' hands and faces. Just like designate one and use it for that. And they're so much less expensive than baby wipes. Use the code a thing or two 20 and get 20% off your first order at papyreusables.com. That's papyreusables.com, the code a thing or two 20 to get 20% off your first order. Are there any like baby or toddler things that have been lifesavers for you? So when Kenza was a baby. There was a, there's this little mushroom. I don't know if you know about the mushroom. No, I don't think so. It's a teething toy. And anytime, okay. anytime any of my friends is having a baby, I'm like, what's your address? I send them the mushroom <laughs> because it literally, it's like, it's very, it's a plastic teething toy, uh-huh. okay. but the way they hold it, it cups over their little hands so they don't drop it. So they're forever like, ah, 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 ah. And right, and they're like teeth was, can grip behind the little mushroom yes. cast thing. Okay, okay. So it's like six bucks on Amazon. Just is it the Mombella? The the Mombella Mimi? Is that what it's called? Before? It's called the Mombella Mimi mushroom silicone yeah. breast shaped skin like screen. Yeah. This is the SEO name of it. But that's so f- I one thousand percent get it because Boom. oh yeah yes. I one thousand percent understand why this would be so genius for a kid because also like. The thing when they're that age too is they're constantly dropping stuff and you're having to run in to the yes. to the room in the middle of the night and find the thing that was comforting yes. them. You just yes. want something that they can hold on yes. to. And it comes yeah. with a little like clip. You can clip it on them. But for the most part, you know, they have that baby grip. Yeah. Good. It's so smart and it's amazing. And it's Everyone seven bucks. I've given it to. Yep. Have told me, Laura, this is the best gift I've gotten. I'm like, I knew it. Also, this, the colors saving. are so good. The, like, colors, the colors are cute. Are, like, yeah, colors yeah, yeah. you would see in the dark, you know? Right, <laughs> right. I'll tell you this, though. If you have a dog, watch out because oh, yeah. if oh, you're babies, mm, it's, mm. it's like the perfect, delicious chew toy for I'm them. Sure. But if you're a parent and you're like, it's so cheap, right? It's six bucks and it's like right. your kid will be obsessed with it. Like, it's, 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 a, it's a must. It's a must. That that's definitely been, been this is like the on. underground secret weapon. I feel like everybody's like Sophie the giraffe or things like that, but this is actually the thing. Yeah. And Sophie's really expensive, by the way. 28 yes. bucks for a chew toy. When yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? Excuse me. <laughs> to come back to travel stuff for a minute, since you are such a like traveling minimalist, is there like a suitcase? Is there a carry-on? Is are there like a is there a pair of shoes? Is there like something that you're like, no, this is like this is how I keep it so simple? I have a bag that I, I put medicine in. I mm-hmm. always travel with your, your allergy medicine, throw some Benadryl in there, your Tylenol. Your moat, your motoring, your whatever, whatever is your, you know, you need in your medicine yeah. cabinet. I throw it all in there because every country is different. Not everybody carries the same stuff, and people forget that. And yes. I, rem- I remember being in a in Thailand, and, and, and because of traveling, I was getting all these crazy like sinus infections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and <laughs> I was always paranoid 
that if I was stuffed up and we took off, my eardrums were going to explode. I'm like, there goes my career, you know? <laughs> so I was, I would carry like Afrin and like nasal spray to open me up just for takeoff. And like, so there's certain things that you should always have. And that's medicine, whatever medicine that you feel you might need, anti-diarrhea pills, anything, totally. you take it with you. I promise you. It, it's been like life. I, I've been the lifesaver in many trips for many people. I'm like, I got it. I got you. I always take a, a pack of like powdered Pedialyte. It's not actually Pedialyte, but like some version of like a powdered, like a hydration kind drink. of thing. Yeah. 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 Because I don't know if you're like in some place where you're getting sick in the middle of the night and yeah. you have food poisoning or whatever, the idea of running out to somewhere and getting over the language barrier of yep. trying to find the hydration drink there. It just bring the powdered, bring the powdered PDL. That's smart. That's smart. I've done that too. Before kid, I would take a coconut oil pills. I would take turmeric. What do coconut oil take, pills do? I'll tell you why. So my friends who are like mixologists, they're the ones who are like, girl, to take care of this hangover, you take the coconut oil pills because very hydrating. Oh. Turmeric is anti-inflammatory. So I was like, totally, okay. Totally, totally. And then Does and it then work? And it's, for me, it did wonders for me. It did wow. wonders for me. It's just, I mean, you could literally take a spoonful of coconut oil. Right, right, right. You don't need it. Right. Pain, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you can get it at Whole Foods, whatever. And then and then you can pop one and put it on your right. lips or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, coconut yeah, yeah. oil is incredible. Your whole body. Your whole body. Yeah. yeah. yeah or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I was like literally like like popping them and putting them on my boyfriend's scalp from sunburn, you know? And, and, and activated charcoal pills. People mm. say that activated charcoal is so God good sense. for hangovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Because yeah. it yeah, like yeah, absorbs yeah. all the toxins in your stomach uh-huh, and you kind of uh-huh. just poop it out. So it's the this is the hangover remedy. It's yeah. ingesting <laughs> coconut oil, yes. activated charcoal, and turmeric. That's the so trifecta. What, so what I do, this is I either do the, the, the coconut oil and turmeric, depending okay. on how heavy I went. Uh-huh. And if I need to go big daddy, then I'll go activated <laughs> charcoal. You know what I, I mean? I think I've also heard you can do activated charcoal before. Oh. If you have the insight, if you're like, I'm yeah. going out for a friend's birthday, I might want to like prepare yeah. my system. I don't know. I don't know. Activated don't know. charcoal is amazing. And so people use it also to brush your teeth. It's supposed right. to whiten your teeth really. It has all these benefits, but- yeah, my mixologist friends put me on and this is a I, hot tip. Yeah, because I, I love really that you suffered. can I, well, I love that you can do them all in pull form too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so I would take all my little baggies in my travel. And uh, this like, is amazing. This is yeah. a very good tip. I just, I was like having really bad indigestion. I was in Italy and was like going into the pharmacies there. Yeah. And like had Googled like what, like basically like went in and asked for milk of magnesia and got just blank face, just like right. absolute like blank right. face. And then was like Googling what are the versions of this and trying to right, read Italian right. instructions, which are being like, use a teaspoon or a coffee spoon. I was like, wait, what's, what's a coffee spoon? What's I have no spoon? idea. Yeah. This sort of thing. This would save me the headaches. So yeah. So, so pack, <laughs> pack your pills because it, to me, it's like, even if you're going on vacation, like you said, you're going to, I mean, think about it. We're literally like having tequila shots at like one in the afternoon. You know what right. I mean? If you want to make it This is not your normal dinner. life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when you have those type of trips, you know, we have yeah, different yeah, yeah. types, but when yeah. you have those, it helps. So that's a good tip that I learned from my, for my, my buddies. Is there an album that you're obsessed with these days? Or an artist that we should just like know about and be listening to that we're not yet. I still listen to Rihanna's anti-album like like it just came out yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just a vibe, but you know what I mean? Like yes. It's such a good fucking album that you can play from beginning to end. I am a, a Beyonce fan. 
Yes. But I, I like Lemonade and Beyonce, like the Lemonade album and the self-titled album. Right. Those mean a lot to me. And then, you know what, lately I've kind of been going back old school. Like I was listening to a lot of Khalees' mm. music. Like mm-hmm. to me, Khalees is such an important part of my life because yes. she was so different when she came out. Like yeah. she's this like sassy, smart, artsy black chick from Harlem who has, was rocking a mohawk and like multicolored hair. And she, was she making, was it alternative music? Was it R&B? No one could really put her in a box. Yep. And she refused to be put in a box and she was pushing boundaries in fashion. And I mean, she had David LaChapelle like uh, direct her music video for Young, Fresh and New and others too later on. But she was just such a badass. She was like a feminist. And yes, you know what and I mean? Know, and you yeah. know, now she she has a farm. She's a farmer. Oh, she she's has amazing. Like, she has this beautiful life that she's made for herself. You know, I don't she, know if you guys saw, but recently her husband just passed away. No, oh, really? Oh, I didn't girl. see that. Yeah, like literally like a couple, like maybe like two, three weeks ago, her husband oh, was diagnosed so with like stomach cancer and he lived in the farm with her. They had this beautiful life and he passed away. Oh my God, that's so sad. They had a kid right around the same time you did, right? Yes, yeah, oh. yeah. So they were on the farm with the baby and they were raising, you know, her son night that she has with Nas. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. She, you know, to, to me, Kalish is, is, is just makes me smile all the time because I just remember people not being at the time when she was doing promo runs and coming to radio stations for interviews, like no one really knew they were like, oh, you know, she's weird. And mm-hmm. she's like, why is she weird? She's not right. weird. She's, she's doing fucking her own cool. thing. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. also, you have to understand that we, I was living, I was a fly on the wall in a world of, you know, record labels trying to market someone a certain way. Of course. You know, yeah. Yep. Like it's not like today, like it, everyone celebrates individuality and being eclectic. Right. Back then, no, no, no. Is she going to be R&B? Is she going to be, you know, girl group? Is it, what are we, you know, what is this? Totally. You know? So I, you know, I always like, even her signing with the Neptunes at, at that point in her life was really, was perfect. You know, it was just so much fun. Like she, they were so creative and she still is creative. And and to see how beautiful she is still, like, living her, her life her way. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Like, she, she's Very doing much. everything her way. Very so much. So it's really cool. Yesterday, I was bumping, you know, hardcore Little Kim's album. That's another one mm-hmm. who I feel like, even though I love Nicki Minaj and I love Cardi, obviously, you know, I think they're so dope. But, you know, like, when you go back and you listen to Little Kim's albums, <laughs> first of all, you're like, fuck, I was rapping this at 15, 16. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> you only understood half the dick. That was no <laughs> lips. And you're like, wow. wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> we, were, we were in the mirror rapping like nothing. Like this is, you know. But she was, you know, she was the little, the, the, the little one in Junior Mafia with a ginormous sound. Like what yep. that woman did for hip hop is so incredible. And my, my, one of my good friends, Kathy Ayandali is, is, uh, is actually like helping her write her book. Oh, amazing. I'm, which I'm really looking forward to. She and oh my God. Amazing. Yeah, I, think, I think, I don't know if it's out or not. Is it coming out later on this year? Fuck, I'm sorry. No, it's but, I mean, um, Either way, people are going to want to pre-order this book. Yeah. And, and um, <laughs> by the way, my, my girlfriend, Kathy Ayandali is an incredible writer. She, she just, wrote, she, she has she, that book, God Save the Queens, right? Yes. 
Yes. yes. Yeah. God Save the Queens, uh, one of the only hip hop books on, on that focuses on women. Mm-hmm. And she wrote the Aaliyah book too. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Also, okay. Which is also amazing. Like even if, you know, if you don't have time to read it, even yeah. the audio book is awesome. And you know who else has a beautiful story for, because uh, I could tell you guys uh, love the hip hop girls. Like mm-hmm. Angie Martinez's book is beautiful yes. too. I haven't, I haven't read that oh. book, but yeah, I like, I, you know, obviously love her. But yeah. I, I, I remember- just think in general, like I think that's one of the things that I love about you is that, you know, you're on this hip hop station and such an important part of hip hop culture. And I do think that the, the female perspective that you bring to these conversations is just so compelling and so important. I'm Erica, you have to tell the story about the, about Thomas hearing Laura's birth story. Oh yes. So our husbands are both like also huge fans of yours. And my husband has been asking every morning is today the day you're talking to Laura. And I'm like, no, it's next week. That's so cool. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my my husband was like driving out to go surf at the Rockaways one morning and was listening. Yeah. And it was the day that you were calling in. You were like still on leave, but you were calling in with your birth story and you were like sharing your birth story. And he came home and was like, it's really crazy. And then this happened and that happened. I was like, this is amazing that this like audience is hearing a woman talk about her birth story and is like getting into the nitty gritty details. And they might've heard the birth story of a partner or a sister or whatever, but they're not hearing this from like, you know, most like, like most men are not hearing this from a very broad audience. And this is fucking cool that like you have an awareness of this and that you're willing to share it with everyone. You know, I, I thought about it, you know, at the beginning, I was very private about it. I was, I was so scared because it took me a while to get pregnant. Right. I spent yeah. my whole teenage years trying not to get pregnant. And right. then when you're like, that's okay, right. I'm ready. You're like, flip the switch. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I do want to say something that's really important to me is that I still remember when I was writing, when I finally posted my pregnancy photo, because everything went through my head, you know, because I have friends who have lost children friends who are trying to have children, friends who are just got pregnant, friends don't want to have kids. Like I, I, you know, so my feelings were all over the place and I thought of all of them at the same time. And I was just so thankful, you know, that I was able to get pregnant. And it's important for people to hear, you guys have no idea. Like after, after those, those few breaks and it's crazy because it's like on YouTube. So my kid will be able to see it in the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had so many messages from women telling me about, you know, their birth story and how hard it was for them, whether it's losing a child or getting pregnant. I was like scrolling through like the dark side of IG. I call it the dark side because, you know, the ones that I, I like, I'm, I mean, I get a lot of messages, but there's certain ones I have to go to the side of IG to, right. to see them. <laughs> yes. yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. They try to so, block them out. Yeah. yeah. So I remember reading some and really personal stories and people thanking me for sharing them. Men too, be like, my wife went to one of the, it was one of the hardest points in our relationship. He's like, thank you so much. We were in the car is that we both started crying because we, we knew that we weren't alone. Mm-hmm. And it was such a, an, an emotional time for me because, you know, selfishly, I, I, I never really thought of it. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, all right, you know, I'll get pregnant and then we're just going to have this kid. Sharing my birth story, I had to make a decision at first. You know, I was scared. I didn't talk about it because I remember out of nowhere, I was six months pregnant. I was like, hey, guys, I'm pregnant, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, I, you know, it was my first child and I just needed to get through the first trimester. And then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, that it became really like personal. I'm like, if I make an announcement, what if something happens? Right. And then I remember getting to the point where I was like, all right, I can't hide this belly anymore, you know? (laughs) But it was a big, it was a turning point in my career because 
just like Cardi B when she announced it on that SNL stage. Mm-hmm. Mm. So important because she revealed this big belly, this big, beautiful belly when she's performing. And she's said it in many interviews and she's told us privately how so many people were telling her it was the biggest mistake of her career. It's like, you can't get pregnant right now. You're, you know, you're right now, you're at, you're, you're, you're climbing, you're climbing, you're climbing. You're yeah. climbing in your career. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to ruin it all. Right. right. How many women have been told that over yeah. and over and oh, over yeah. again? And yeah. look at her baby number two and still thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just doing it her way. But yeah, it was, it, it was a beautiful moment. And I'm very happy. I was as open as and honest. And I will tell you this, my team was so supportive, so supportive. Like even from, you know, when I first came on the air and revealed in my details, like they were all crying. Like I had a group of five men crying on the radio. You know what I mean? Like it it was so beautiful. And just to have my city, like New York call up and just congratulate me. Like they all know me. It was just, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful moment. And that's why radio is so special to me because, you know, we watch TV, we, we watch people play, play a part, but when we're on the air every morning, we're just ourselves. Yeah. You know, whether, whether we wake up in a bad mood and when we're goofy and when we're happy, sad, mad, glad, it doesn't matter. You get a raw version of who we are. I love, I love it. it. Laura, this has been a dream. Thank oh my God. That was so fun. Thank you this for having really me. Fun. We loved it. We absolutely <laughs> loved it. If you guys haven't caught on, like listen to Ebro in the morning. Hello. Yes. If you're not, what are you doing? <laughs> yes, yes. We have a, a, our podcast. We upload it every day on Spotify. So if you don't wake up in the morning, you can catch a commercial free music free version of just us talking shit on Spotify. Just look That's up the Ebro dream. In the oh my God. It's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> dream. That's the show. <laughs> This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com.